Well, welcome everybody to the Isakos podcast. Uh, I'm Dr. Mary Mulcahy. I'm a sports medicine surgeon at Loyola in Chicago, and I'm very excited to help facilitate this discussion about the Isakos um, shoulder arthroscopy surgical skills workshop, which we recently held in Chennai, India, uh, and uh, really it was a huge success. So we're excited to, to talk about this. And so we have a couple of our other key faculty here um, who I will let introduce themselves. We'll have uh, Dr. Sachin Tapasvi go next. Thanks so much, Mary. My name is Sachin Tapasvi. I'm currently serving on the executive uh, committee of ISACOS. I was previously the chair for the Me Sports and Preservation Committee. And currently, I also I am the president of the Indian Arthroscopy Society. So this was a fantastic uh, collaborative effort between ISACOS and supported by the Indian Arthroscopy Society. And we all had a whale of a time, fantastic academics and great bonding. And I'm sure our third guest on this podcast, Berte, would have similar feelings as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Sachin. My name is Berte Bö and I'm placed in Oslo. I'm also doing uh, sports medicine, um, shoulder and knee. And uh, I will, I'm very happy to be in this podcast. And I was also excited about being a part of the faculty in this uh, workshop in Chennai. I'm involved in ISACOS in the shoulder committee and um, in the diversity task force and also for journal of ISACOS. And I'm also the vice general secretary of ESCO. So I will, I'm looking forward to, to tell you all about this workshop and I give the word back to you, Mary. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. And yeah, this was a, a, a hugely collaborative effort and we're so grateful for all parties involved, including Dr. David Parker as current president of ISACOS and, and such. And as he just said, a huge, huge, huge amount of support and effort uh, to uh, make this such a success. And and Professor Aru in Chennai and his course with the IEAAF LSD course um, and kind of allowing us to partner with that course. So um, we're just really grateful for the opportunity. And uh, that's uh, a large contribution to how successful or to what made the course so successful. So we're going to dive into some questions too. Um, I'll present this to Berta first. Uh, what do you think went well with the workshop? I was very impressed how it was all organized. Um, I think we were very grateful to the industry, the biotech company who set everything up with us in cooperation with all the people working around Professor Aru. Uh, so uh, it was a group of approximately 20 delegates and we were five instructors and I think that was um, the right size for this. So for all the question, for all the instructions, it was low threshold for the delegates to ask us about everything they wanted. So, and we also like the same morning, we decided that we wanted as much time as possible in the lab. So we just skipped all the lessons that we had planned <laughs> and everybody went into the lab very eager to do procedures. I think the whole thing was well-organized and that was very, very nice for us being the faculty. Sachin, would you add anything to that? So I think the good thing about this um, whole course was that it was curated to the local flavor. So that was probably the highlight of this course. The best part about this course was that it was first of its kind within the Indian subcontinent and probably in Southeast Asia as well, where we had um, excellent faculty who did deliver a specialty cadaveric workshop for uh, especially women who were practicing from India. And this carries a lot of meaning because this is completely meaningful since Women orthopedics is really developing in India currently. We see 
now that a fair bunch of uh, women would want to take on take on orthopedics and it's really important that a global organization like isocos with its very strong commitment towards uh, gender diversity is committed to this cause because then it just gives all these wonderful women a huge amount of support and enthusiasm and then they are enthused to sort of you know take up this as their career option also what's very critical and which was very nice was that isocos chose two wonderful women who are leaders in their field in sports medicine to travel all the way to india and have them to deliver you know very high quality academics uh, within chennai at this course and i feel that the feedback which we all got was that it was the presence of these women at such a high level within all the global academic world delivering them global at very high level academics which really was a point in their lives which they felt was that yes i am on the right track and i need to go ahead so i feel this is probably the highlight which i see from you know my vision here sitting in india looking at the globe uh, which was a very key turning point for all of us Thank you so much for those comments. Uh, I, I completely echo both of your sentiments. Uh, the course was just an enormous success. And for all those reasons, um, I think there there's a tremendous amount of commitment uh, from ISACOS, from uh, IE, you know, AAF and LSD course and biotech, uh, which sponsored this. And so um, we are so grateful for all that they did to make this course happen too. And uh, interacting and working with the, the 15 to 20 delegates that were there was fantastic, not only on the, the day of the lab, but we also had the huge pleasure of interacting with them, working with them over the, the previous two days at the course and talking with them at networking uh, you know, sessions and just in between talks. Uh, and that really, I think, even strengthened the relationship that we had going into the course on Sunday. Uh, and I really, I think these are friendships that will last forever. They, um, they were, uh, grateful for all the faculty that were present. We also had one um, uh, local Indian faculty, which we were, uh, uh, it was awesome to have him there. And then Philippe Landro from UAB, uh, the United Arab Emirates. And so um, we had excellent, excellent faculty. We were very fortunate to have people who are so committed uh, to teaching and really hands-on with the delegates and they loved it. They appreciated it. It was great too that some of the content, important content and laying foundation was part of the course on Friday and Saturday and leading and that that set really the stage for going into the lab on Sunday to really practice those skills. Uh, and so it was an excellent partnership between those two uh, components of the course. Um, Sachin, starting with you now, what do you think, so, talking about some of the specific aspects of the course, like what do you think were some of the most beneficial uh, parts for the delegates? So the feedback that I got from the delegates after the course and what I thought, you know, about the course before we went in, I think they absolutely matched. So it was a good idea that Mary, yourself and Berte and the ISOCOS leadership thought that it was pertinent to understand the pulse, what the delegates really wanted, and that you were able to curate the course, which was exactly suited to the needs of those delegates. Also, what was very important is that, you know, ISOCOS with its uh, philosophy maintained the exact relationship of delegate to faculty ratio when they were working at all the tables and all the specimens were of excellent quality and also all the agenda was 
the standard agenda which is um, sort of publicized and which is used all across the globe with their surgical skills course so maybe i think that's one of the important key factors that we deliver the same quality of uh, you know academics whether it is north america or europe or asia pacific you know we need to have the same standard of quality of education and especially when we are looking at a different subset we, the way that both of you adapted and molded to their question and answers and to their needs was i think one of the most important aspect of this um, cadaveric course and um i i'm i'm very grateful that you say all these nice words to to us sachin and i think i was surprised when i arrived in india and all these very very nice people came to talk to us and i think maybe i forget because i'm working in scandinavia and we are between 15 and 20% of women in orthopedics and among the residents it's even more so when i met this uh, woman that was so happy that we had come to india to interfere with them to teach them and to discuss with them i, I was surprised that we were so warmly welcome and i learned that it was 0.3% women orthopedics in india so they are not used to see other women either on the stage or in the or and i think it's it's important that we just show them that it's possible and that there are more women out there and that we would love to connect with them so it's a very very nice experience for me to be instructor in this course i agree completely definitely one of the huge highlights of my career uh, to to have that experience to interact with all these amazing women and and other faculty um, and just to have the opportunity to contribute in that way and they learned so much and to see sort of the progression over over a period of several hours uh, was really awesome and lots of questions and even like follow-up uh questions you know after the session uh, so I think it, it definitely opens opportunity for for many similar hopefully similar type courses in the future um I did want to touch a little bit on uh, kind of picking your guys' brains about what what do you think some of the things that were done ahead of time, right, to just try to ensure that the course would run smoothly, uh, to try to anticipate um, and just, just make it be as, as smooth and seamless for the delegates uh, as possible. What do you think some key parts were, Berta? Well, we tried to, especially you, Marie, you organized this very well. So we tried to find out um what they wanted to learn and what kind of level they were at when we started. And we were thinking that uh, grouping people at the same level would be good. So they could like try to do the same thing and be a little bit on the same level. And we also tried to get information about if they preferred beach chair, lateral decubitus. Um, so, and we also, uh, well, we invited uh, Philippe to have a shoulder surgeon. <laughs> so, so of course, we prepared to have uh, people who, who could uh, do the instruction and also, like you said, a local faculty and also boss from the Netherlands. So having enough instructors, but at the same time, um, letting them do most of the work because the worst things in cadaver uh, workshops is when the instructor uh, is the one doing the work. So I think all of us uh, try to let them be hands off as much as possible. Yeah, and we had a plan for lectures to like go through very quickly uh, some basics, but that was actually done in the course. So that's why we choose to go directly to the lab. But we 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 did prepare for that as well. But 
um when we were there we we were able to just reorganize when we realized that yeah that i mean that was actually uh, a great pairing and i think you know we weren't really aware how well that would fit together but a lot of that content about portal placement and basics of rotator cuff repair and basics of you know bank cart repair was covered very well in the in the course the preceding two days and so that really again set the stage and allowed everyone to just dive right into the cadaver lab on sunday morning um such is there anything else that you'd add was there anything they thought that really helped like ahead of time make it go smoothly? No, I think all the impeccable planning that went on before the whole meeting started with uh, getting data from the delegates, what they wanted, organizing specifics about the specimens, you know, liaising with the industry to try and find out what instrumentation that we wanted from them that would be available. And of course, uh, trying to get um, a lot of good help from um, Dr. Aru and all his other colleagues to ensure that there was a smooth, seamless transition from the main course to the lab and everyone was taken care of. I think all of these things really fell into place perfectly like clockwork, and that's really what we wanted to see. Yeah, and and we are, we were so grateful to Biotech for all aspects of this and supporting the course, but also everything that they did to prepare the lab. And we've touched on kind of positioning of the specimens, the equipment, like they did a phenomenal job. They had all of the specimens prepared and positioned appropriately ahead of time. They had all the instrumentation laid out. They had a company representative at each table to be there and help support the instrumentation. They had their leadership there um, overseeing and supporting the event too. Uh, and so all of those things contributed to the success of the, the workshop as well. So uh, such and starting with you, would you like to see Isakos host similar type courses in the future? Yeah, I think so. And I think, uh, you know, the one problem, one problem that I'm facing now is that um, a lot of so-called men are uh, <laughs> sitting are on my case right now is that why do you do such nice workshops which are so specialized and why are you showing some sort of, uh, you know, inequality and leaving us out? So probably I think, uh, you know, on a lighter note, what was really critical is that um, education is something which we all find uh, very dear to our hearts. And, you know, it's something that we all strive to share. So definitely I would want to see Isokos getting more involved within the Indian subcontinent. And of course, in the Asia Pacific, there's a huge unmet need for good quality education programs to come through because, it's the success of the program is definitely fantastic faculty and good organization. And when you have the support of someone like Isakos, so who is backing you up, which has got a huge, um, what shall I say, an unending, uh, you know, an endless pit of people who are absolutely dedicated to the cause, who are completely selfless and great academicians, great educators. I think um, it's really nice to have uh, someone you know, standing behind you like Isakos. So what I would want to see in the future is Isakos get more involved within the Asia-Pacific region, having them do more um, such small group meetings and larger courses, which are sort of suited to the local taste, where people can take back more and have good take back um, messages, which will make an incremental change in their clinical practice. And that is exactly what we want, what we want to see. We want to see better outcomes uh, for our patients who come to visit us. And this is where I feel Isakos will play a pivotal role within the area. Excellent. to pivoting off of that a little bit, what do you think are some opportunities for improvement in the course? What are, what are some things we learned? What can we take away as we hopefully pursue uh, yeah, additional courses in the future? 
Yeah, as, as you said, this this course was a huge success. <laughs> so so it's easy to just lean back and say we can do it the, the same again. And I, I would absolutely like to do more Isakos courses like the, uh, this. And uh, that's that's the strength of Isakos that it's worldwide compared to all the other associations I'm involved in. It's it's Europe or America. So or North America. So so the strength of Isakos is that we involve everybody. And when it comes to diversity, I, I usually say that I don't want to take the women aside and be by myself. I want to mix everybody. So, but in this region of the world, I think it was very, very important for those women to uh, be able to be in the lab with other women to get connections and to like feel uh, totally comfortable. So I think in some areas we should um, repeat this kind of course for women only in areas where we want to recruit more women uh, and where there are so few compared to the men. But I, I agree with those who talk to you, Sashin, that uh, we don't want to leave the men out. We want to be mixed. <laughs> so maybe we can make a course with 50-50 <laughs> men and women. Uh, but of course, to to improve, yes. Um, I think maybe maybe what we could have done was uh, to to find out what was included in Aru's course because then we we knew that they had had all those lectures beforehand. Yes, but I think I think the course went very well. So you tell me what we should do better. <laughs> no, no, I think that those are great points. I think it is hard when the when it was so successful, right? Exactly to say, well, let's just do it again because it worked great. Um, but yeah, but always, you know, trying to learn, I think it's a very good point about, uh, the content of a ruse course, like that, that set the stage and we didn't need to add any, any additional educational content in terms of didactics or talks that morning. Uh, and we pivoted very quickly so that that worked well. And of course, like the, the delegates were really happy to just have more time in the lab, but, um, but knowing that ahead of time would allow us to plan accordingly. Um, and, and I agree, like it, it worked, it was fantastic to have or the 15, 20 delegates there and the faculty and don't have all be women and really focused on that diversity element. Uh, but yeah, we do, we want, we want inclusion. Uh, and so I think depending on the the area of the world, like Berta was saying, like, you know, it may be more appropriate to have a, a more even distribution of male and female uh, sports surgeons working together. But I think a, a, a really, really unique part of this course and what I think we're all so proud of is, um, is the focus, the emphasis, the huge amount of support on diversity and uh, giving this opportunity to these 15 female sports surgeons in India, having them have that, that direct connection with faculty, working together, working on these skills after hearing excellent content and seeing live surgery over the preceding two days. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd want to speak for the whole group. I think we're just also proud of having had the opportunity to be part of that uh, to represent Isakos and to to be able to teach and help develop these skills and and hopefully you know have uh, these surgeons take it back to their practice and start to implement these in taking care of their patients. Berta, I'll turn it to you. Are there is there anything any final comments? Are there any final comments that you want to make just about the course or your experience uh, or, or anything moving forward? I just want to add that this was a great experience in every way uh, from the course started Iris course. And we were invited to hold lectures and also do live surgery. And I think also, like I said, the women and the men in the room saw that uh, women can also do presentations and live surgeries. I think that was important for both genders to just to see that we were invited to 
be a central part of our course before uh, we went on to this ISACOS course. So then we already knew some of the people and like you said, made friends with a lot of those delegates. So um, it was a great experience and um, I absolutely think that ISACOS should arrange something like this again. Excellent. Sachin, any other comments you wanted to make? I think nothing to add, really, a couple of questions for both of you, if I may. So, so Mary, first question for you from my side is that um, uh, how did you feel was the standard of education? You know, was it comparable to other places around the globe or you felt that probably, you know, the, there's a difference in the standard of education between, uh, the, you know, North America and Asia Pacific? I was very impressed with the level, the quality, the standard of education. The presentations were fantastic. The the live surgeries were phenomenal. The quality of the video, the audio that so the video and audio we, that we saw and heard being in that room, the setup in the operating room, all the all that you know the equipment and and how everybody was positioned to sort of de- display and demonstrate that it was phenomenal, uh, and that um, was a tremendous educational standpoint both from everyone who was in attendance and and when we were doing the live surgeries ourselves, it was a it was an amazing experience and I was. Totally, I was very impressed having had no experience. Um, it was a tremendous course, and uh, I hope to have a similar opportunity in the future. Perfect, Bertie. When you first came to India, you would have certain thoughts that going at the back of your head that uh, you know, uh, you know, this is a different land that I'm coming to. Uh, will all the other delegates? I'm not talking about the delegates who came for the surgical skills course. But you have some sort of apprehension. Will the other delegates in the room, will they accept us? Yes, no. How would they react? What were your initial thoughts and how quickly did they change over? And just take us to that quick transition. Yes. um, You know, Sajin, when you and Aro invited me, it was in the ISACOS Congress in Boston, uh, where I feel totally familiar. And um, I think I even asked you, Sajin, is it safe for me to go to India? (laughs) And um, and you told me that uh, you would take care of us as guests and, and um, you wanted us to come, so I accepted. And I have to admit, it was um, I, I learned something from this because I felt totally safe and very comfortable for the whole trip. I was picked up in the airport, taken to the hotel and being a part of this amazing course, but also seeing India for me, it was a great experience sitting in the car and suddenly see that there's a co walking in front of the car. That's uh, very different from Scandinavia (laughs) and very funny, very nice experience. And the food and everything, I I just think it was, everything was a very, very nice experience. So I would, uh, I knew I I could trust you on that (laughs) and I'm very happy I accepted. Uh, so very, very quickly, before uh, you give the final closing comments, uh, you know, uh, given your position as a chair of the gender diversity group, uh, you know, what would you be your top three priorities in maybe, say, the next six months or in this year to try and improve the um, uh, visibility of your uh, fantastic group globally? Thanks for that question. Um we, you know, our, our our task force is tremendous. Uh, there's so much commitment to improving diversity uh, around the globe, and so some top priorities are um, that we are hoping to be able to offer scholarships to attend the 2025 Congress in Munich, focused largely on gender diversity. But we may also be looking at other elements of diversity. But that's a huge priority uh, is to be able to offer some of those scholarships, which would 
defray the cost of, of travel and hotel. We also are trying to arrange a pre-course um, before the, the Congress begins, a surgical skills pre-course, um, and that's in the early stages of planning and, of course, needs to be um, reviewed and approved by the executive committee. But that is a goal uh, from our task force as well uh, to hopefully have that approved and be able to offer a similar type of experience um, as as what we saw in, in Chennai. But um, anyway, early, early in the stages, but that is a goal. We have a great webinar coming up. Um, and so we're trying to just raise raise awareness, uh, have interactions in a variety of ways. So via the webinar, via in-person events uh, and, and allowing and enabling um, some people to attend the Congress who may not otherwise have been able to attend. Um, and so those, those are some of our many priorities, um, but I'm excited to work with such a great group and there are lots of ideas so I think we'll see even more kind of evolving over the next year. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much, uh, Berta and Sachin, for being here and for um, kind of having this discussion about the course and for all of your involvement in planning and uh, and participating in the course and teaching uh, the, the delegates. They just uh, had such a wonderful experience. And it was so nice to work with both of you. Um, and uh, huge thanks, of course, to, to Isikos, to IEAF, LSD, and Professor Aru, and Biotech for supporting this course. Like, it would not have happened without a lot of support and effort uh, from a lot of different people. And so we're excited. It was a huge honor to be part of this inaugural course, and we look forward to many, many more similar opportunities with Isikos. Thank you, Mary. It was a pleasure to be in the podcast, and it was a pleasure to be in India. Thanks so much for making the trip. It meant a lot to all of us.